0: Hello, welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rizak. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome, and let's get started. Hello, base campers. I hope you're all doing well. When the COVID shots were introduced and pushed on the public, there were a few camps that people gathered in initially. There were those that quickly lined up to get the shots, the excited, thank God it's here camp. And these people that got these shots also probably got fully boosted and will likely line up again, no matter what. I know a few of these folks, not many, but a few. Then there was the fuck you, Tony Fauci and Big Pharma camp, the I will keep my freedom, you fucking sociopath camp, pardon my language. I know a few of these folks as well. I'm one of them, as is my wife and my closest inner circle. And then there was the middle group, likely the biggest group of all, roughly divided into two camps. There were those that were either deeply skeptical or had their suspicions and ended up taking one or more of the shots, likely through some form of coercion. And then there were those in this middle group that ultimately sensed that this was, in essence, a clinical trial and opted to stay in the control group rather than the experimental group. This middle group, especially the ones that ended up taking the shot, have an important voice for everyone. We need to hear and support them. There are probably lots of people that received one or more of these shots and aren't having any adverse conditions, and hopefully they won't. But the ones who have had terrible reactions and longer-term repercussions from this clinical trial need to be listened to. The mainstream media and the mainstream medical communities aren't really giving these people voice as it conflicts with their respective agendas. The agendas are easy to spot, and I don't want to insult your intelligence by telling you things that you already sense and know for yourself. I will just say that the globalists have an agenda and one that they are proud to announce on a regular basis. You can start right there as to what this is all about. It's not difficult research. Let's go sit around the fire with this wonderful woman, a mother of three, who has an interesting story to share with us. My guest today is Josephine Fillier. Josephine is a truth-seeking, freedom-fighting warrior and mother of three. Here is my interview with Josephine Fillier. Okay, I'm here with Josephine Fillier, uh, Canadian, truther, uh, spiritual warrior. I'll call you a spiritual warrior. Uh, mm-hmm. Josephine, welcome to Base Camp for Men. It is great to have you on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, you know, I came across your, your, your story from Kat Parker, who's had her sleeves rolled up and seeking to give voice to those that um we're injured by the one or one or the other the vaccine but also um just looking to support people because you know there's been this gaslighting of of the people that have taken the vaccine had injuries and then had regrets and and then to be told no no it can't be that um, so it's a very important community, um, and they hold you and and people like you are are super important, and we need to hear stories about what's going on. Uh, and so, I guess just to start off with, what's just give us a little bit about your background, like your age? Uh, do you have kids? Where where are you located at in the world?
1: Yeah, so um, I'm 33 years old, and I am born and raised in Saint John's, Newfoundland, Canada and i'm a stay at home mother to three young children ages 14, 11 and 8.
0: Got it. Okay, thank you. Um and so when they were rolling out the vaccine, the covid vaccine, uh what walk us through like what were you initially thinking? Were you were you not wanting to get it? Were you skeptical? Were you gung ho? Uh, were you like no, it's the right thing to do? Like what what was the background when they were rolling it out and they, they, they didn't gently roll it out. It was like, they were saying, you know, here it is. It's really good for you. Uh, and then it didn't take very long before they're like, you know, you better get this or else. Um, so what, what was your take on that as, as it was coming out and w- were you happy that there was a vaccine that was going to be, a lot of people were very happy about that.
1: Um, well, actually my whole judgment started at the beginning of the pandemic Mm-hmm. I knew that something wasn't right about everything, uh, but I did comply with, like, the face masks and the hand washing. Mm -hmm. And first, it was due to the fear of COVID. Like, I have anxiety. So, like, I was thinking, okay, like, yes, there's there's something going around. And I have three kids, so I try to protect them. Mm -hmm. And it was a fear of judgment of society, of, like, if I wasn't wearing a mask in public at the store, like, walking down the wrong aisle at the grocery store or something. And then it was the fear of the government. And that's why I ended up receiving it. Mm. Well, my intuition told me uh, that something wasn't right about this. Like it was um, biotech. Like I was thinking, okay, well, it's biological technology. So something's not right about it. But I didn't put two and two together. Um, I ended up having an anxiety attack, like multiple, before my appointment. But I didn't listen to myself at all yeah. because i was in fear of what the government would do if i didn't take it yep so that's basically i i knew something was wrong i knew that there was something different about this and i didn't trust it to begin with but i got it anyways
0: yeah i you know there's a lot of people both in the united states probably all over the world but certainly in the united states and canada that were in your shoes, either they didn't want to get it. They weren't quite sure. And they were feeling, um, you know, manipulated, uh, uh, there was this kind of heavy hand to make sure everybody got it. Um, and, and then a lot of people like you that probably picked up on a really subtle, what in the heck is going on? You know, for me, I never did get it. And for me, uh, you know i i was fortunate in that i was plugged into certain citizen journalist channels and now there's there's everything from there's every kind of citizen journalist you can imagine there's people that are just like all you know with the ets and i mean you you could find mm-hmm. everything but there was a thread running through the covid uh reporting in those channels that said these have mRNA, these are gene altering therapies. This has never been tried on human beings. Like this will be the clinical trial is everybody that gets it. And there was, and it wasn't just one person. It was a lot of people that I was plugged into that were saying the same thing. And I was like, yeah, why do they want us to get this so bad? Like, why can't we yeah. take our times? Why, why why, not do a small clinical of people that really want to get it and, and then wait five years to see what happens, but that was never discussed. It was like, I mean, I was booted off of Twitter for even uh, questioning the vaccines. I did an episode and they booted me off and canceled. Cause they were like, we can't have people like this on there. So, so fast forward. So which one did you get? Um,
1: um on June 18th, 2021, I got one dose of Pfizer.
0: Okay. And that was all you got. Yep.
1: Yeah, that was enough.
0: Uh, what what happened and how soon after you got it did you start getting uh symptoms
1: uh well basically I got it because like my partner at the time like I'm in Newfoundland he was in Ontario so I ended up getting it because um I wanted to get off the island and take my first adult trip especially after the lockdown I needed a break for my mental health so I went to go visit him and to. Go on a plane at that time without having to come back and isolate for two weeks. You mm-hmm. had to get vaccinated and prove to the airport. And mm-hmm. I was basically in fear, thinking that the government was going to, like, you know, make me pay a fine or come to my house and arrest me if I didn't isolate. So I got one dose, and yeah. the airport didn't even ask me for mm-hmm. my vaccine status. So prior to the injection, um, I had a huge bruise on my right thigh from banging it on the corner of my kitchen a month before, which never fully healed. Mm. When I got the injection, two hours after I was home on my couch, and I noticed that my right thigh was burning really, really bad. So I had thought that it was a blood clot. So I put my leg up on the back of the couch to elevate and put the blood flowing back to my heart. But Mm -hmm. then but the burning never went away. The symptoms just escalated to crawling sensation. Like I had bugs on my legs. I had uh, internal vibrations, lumps and swelling on both Mm. of my legs. And then that lasted like in the, that's lasted at least 22 months now. Uh, I, I still have issues in my right thigh, but it's escalated to about 50 or uh-huh. more symptoms that I have kept track of over the last two years. Mm. And it's it's a lot, like electrical shocks in my spine, pins and needles, numbness and burning in my right leg and my foot. I had a tremor in my right leg last mm. April. I've had severe depression, anxiety, anger, suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I'm gasping for air constantly like my lungs are not filling up with enough oxygen I have chest pains heart pounding and burning and swelling in my head
0: and and when you went did you did you get support by the medical community when you went to see doctors about stuff and said hey did you say right away I think yeah, I got this vaccine and right after all these things started happening I mean were you able to say be that straightforward with them or did you say yeah oh, yeah. A, yeah"? and what did, what did they have to say what were
1: what was their take on it well, I got it in June and uh-huh. then um after realizing that something must be wrong with my right leg, I made an appointment and it took a while to go see my family doc, my family doctor. Mm-hmm. So in August, I finally had my appointment, so 2 months later, and he told me that it wasn't connected. Like he's been my doctor for 23 years now since I was 10. And He gaslighted me the entire time telling me that it can't be connected, that he heard of somebody who um, had impersonated somebody who got 70 something shots and they're fine. And I think it was like to do with um, a German study that ended up happening that somebody, I don't know if it's true or not, but he told me that um, because I was telling him about lumps on my head and on my legs. And he told me to uh, get compression socks. But if I didn't look for lumps, then I wouldn't find any. And I Mm. thought, you know, like, I'm very in tuned with my body. And um, I know that you have to check for lumps. It could be tumors or cancer or something like that. So after one year, I finally had to have a mental breakdown because, like, my partner didn't believe me. My Mm -hmm. mom, my sister, um, my friend's everybody in my personal circle didn't believe that there was something wrong with me. And so I had to have a mental breakdown in his office stating, I know there's something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. I need help and I need validation because my own loved ones didn't believe me whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So then he ended up giving me a referral to a neurologist and then um, a D-dimer test to see if I was clotting that came back normal, a Mm -hmm. CRP test to see if I have chronic inflammation that came back normal, regular blood work, that came back normal. So then after nine months of waiting for a neurologist, I finally got to see him in March of uh, just past. And he like I recorded him in his office for my own personal records for proof. And he told me that it is connected to the vaccine. It normally happens as an autoimmune response, and it's called autonomic dysreflexia. So basically. My body cannot control my heart rate, my blood pressure, the temperature, my breathing, all the things that you need in order to survive,
0: so the neurologist said it was connected to the vaccine. Wh- yes. what was going on? see, yep. that's that's amazing to me because your your family doctor, I mean, it's shocking to me that anybody could call themselves a doctor or a scientist. And have you come in and say, I believe it's, I got vaccinated. I took one shot of Pfizer and short, you know, this many minutes or this many days after this is what happened. It's, I believe it's connected. And to have him just dismiss you is the most unscientific mindset I can imagine. Like, how yeah. can you be that, you know, compromise that you're dismissing and gaslighting a patient who's saying, Hey, I think it's this rather than say, well, you know, to keep an open mind which is what you're supposed to be doing as a scientist um so what did the neurologist once he identified that it was the vaccine what did he have to say in terms of outlook treatment uh what was what was his next step after that once he said basically said yes it, it is that and here's the condition is there was there something that he was able to recommend that helped or was that just
1: um Basically, I mean, I'm sure,
0: I'm sure it was good to get a, an admission from the neurologist that it came yeah. for the vaccine. So you're like, okay, I'm getting validated from this guy, at least.
1: Yeah. At first, at Yeah, first. Yeah, at first, um, okay. Yeah. So he got me, um, an MRI to check to see if I have multiple sclerosis, because that was a, like, I've done lots of research on what could be wrong with me in the last year
0: sure. since,
1: um, last March. Right. And he got me an MRI to see if I had multiple sclerosis and blood work done to see if uh there's any abnormalities to see if I have um like this autoimmune disease. So the second appointment was um this month, I think it was the 14th of April and he told me that uh the the MRI came back normal, there's no MS, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um he also said to me, now this is another gaslighting tactic. He told me that the vaccine was no longer in my blood and that the symptoms that I am dealing Mm. with now will run its course and go away. Okay. And so I told him, I was like, well, I'm still having issues with like, you know, breathing and my heart rate and my blood pressure. He told me to just like get compression socks, like my family doctor. He told me to have salt, which I have to carry around with me every day now is a bottle of water and a bottle of salt to keep my blood pressure up because mine is always up or down, but mostly down. And that's Mm -hmm. really scary because I feel like I'm going to faint. And um, so he told me he's going to get me an uh, EMG, which is to test for neuromuscular abnormalities, which is like nerve damage in my right leg. Mm. And like I said, that's where it started first. And then it just like went all over my body, like cancer kind of thing. Hmm. But you, now he's gaslighting me, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when he's saying it's out of your system. He doesn't know that. Um, exactly. Like I like said, like the, like
1: technology. I, it's mRNA, yeah. right? So yeah, they
0: don't know. So anybody telling you exactly what's going on, like I said, this really is the clinical trial. Unfortunately, you're part of it. But
1: exactly. You know,
0: it, 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 people don't. It, for any doctor to say we know uh, exactly what's going on, uh, basing it on other vaccines that don't have the MRNA is, is, is not, uh, correct. Um, are you, you're, you're part of a few groups like support groups. And are you finding, I'm, I'm just kind of curious, like, you know, I'm seeing, you know, I, I see video clips, you know, all the athletes that have collapsed from myocarditis, the different heart attacks, young people that have died, you know, 17 years old dying of a heart attack, you know, just a bunch of different things that, that are alarming in their regularity, uh, and also very
1: traumatizing too.
0: Absolutely. So are you, what are you finding like your condition, this kind of neurological, you know, uh, uh, you know basically all these different functions you're not comfortable there's there's all kinds of stuff still going on is it are they grouped together like or or is there like uh i guess what i'm asking is like what kinds of broad conditions are you seeing in the groups that you're a part of you know are people just having all kinds of weird symptoms or are they kind of like oh there's a lot that are a lot like yours tingling i can't breathe real good i can't exercise uh something's not right Uh, or, or is there, is there some that are just like having a bunch of cognitive stuff or, or emotional stuff where they're, you know, they're having a lot of suicidal thoughts or like, I'm just kind of curious as like what, what the vaccine injured, what are the categories that you're seeing? Just, I know it's all subjective, but you're probably hearing a lot of stories that are similar to yours and what kinds of symptoms you're going, Hey, that's like the 10th person that has that particular pattern. You know oh, saying? yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: that's how I actually learned how to diagnose and heal myself last mm. March, actually, is because um, there's like a lot of Facebook vaccine injured groups for like yeah. COVID-19 long haulers and vaccine injured and all these things. So finding their stories and their symptoms at the beginning of last year really helped me piece my issues together. And that's how I was able to narrow it down to um, basically dysautonomia. So like Mm -hmm. my systems are all messed up, right? And dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. But we're all dealing with the exact same symptoms Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with neurological problems, neuropathy, blood circulation disorders, and chronic fatigue, chronic inflammation. And that's basically what's happening. And that's how I learned how to... Detox and diagnose my body and be able like when I went to go see the neurologist, I was like, this is what I have, right? Mm -hmm. I know exactly what's going on because I've researched every day, morning, and night, yep, all day long, what's wrong with me and how to help and heal myself. Because, Mm -hmm. like I said, the professionals are not helping. Yeah. So since I've had a keen interest since I was seven of biology and nutrition. Mm -hmm. Now I'm putting it into play by learning how to heal my body through this madness that I got myself into.
0: Well, you're ha- you're handling it exactly as I would, or how I would coach somebody to handle it, which is, you know, empower yourself, find out, don't listen to the authorities if they keep gaslighting you. I'm 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 curious what what have you found uh, detox wise and healing wise uh, that has helped you.
1: Uh, There's been a lot of things like, basically, I had to change my entire lifestyle. Everything from um, cutting out fragrances and cleaning products, like, you know, the harmful chemicals. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to basically learn how to filter my water and Because, you know, the tap water is not good. Bottled water, some of it is not good either because it has heavy metals into it. Mm -hmm. I had to cut out sugar, dairy, and gluten because that causes an inflammatory response with my autoimmune disease. Um, Cutting out processed foods and seed oils like vegetable and canola oil. I had to add a ton of supplements. Like I've spent thousands of dollars in the last year. Mm -hmm. on supplements like NAC and um, black seed oil and oregano oil and just like all these different things to cleanse my body. I ate more fruits and vegetables and proteins. I started doing yoga and deep breathing. And um, I learned about Chinese medicine and acupuncture as well. And then I started um, foraging last year. Out in my neighborhood and out into the woods and stuff for different medicinal plants Mm -hmm. that can cleanse my body. And then I started grounding my feet to the earth because that has healing benefits. Yep. Sunlight. Sun. Sun. Yep. 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 And I I just had to learn how to um, do heavy metal detox and parasite detoxes. And then I conjured up a uh, detox bath that I um, just gathered from different sources. So it's like I added borax, baking soda, salts like Epsom salt, pink Himalayan or sea salt, hydrogen peroxide, apple cider vinegar, coconut oil, and essential oils. Mm. And I got that every day. And um, even turning off like your Wi-Fi at night, lowering your exposure to toxins, radiation, and electromagnetic fields. And just having a positive mindset really helps me out. Because when, I, when I'm in a negative mindset, I feel like my body is starting to shut down, right? Because it causes yeah. stress, then that causes disease and problems within the body. So just keeping your vibration high and praying. Like I'm a very spiritual person, and I keep praying to my higher power that I'm going to get through this, that I'm going to mm. do everything that I can in order to heal myself so I can be there for my three kids.
0: That's so great. I mean, you're, you're seeing the bright side of this unfortunate circumstance that you found yourself in is that you've become this expert on health. I mean, everything you talked yep. about, I'm like, Hey, I've heard, I've heard of that with people that decided not to do uh radiation therapy for cancer. And they healed themselves using a lot of the techniques that you're talking about, anti-inflammatory, cut out the sugar, uh, just yep. di- d- uh, nature, find all the powerful things that, that people healers have known about for thousands of years, basically, and put it in service to your healing and I just want to commend you as well because it would be easy without you tapping those resources within yourself to become too victimized by it. You know, like I was duped, they forced me. Um, but that you've basically found okay, look, that sucked. Uh, I don't know um how I'm gonna deal with this. Um, this could stuff is getting stuck in my body, but I'm gonna use my spiritual powers to say it's not stuck in my body. I'm gonna move it out. I'm going to use the most powerful resources that are at my disposal and I'm going to integrate everything and I'm going to be here for my kids. I'm going to live a long life and I'm not going to let this one thing derail me. And so, you know, I hear a lot of courage and kind of warrior fight and yeah, um, that was
1: me last year. Um, yeah, yeah. cause when I, when I found out what I had put into my body,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, that it was an experiment, like I, I thought that it was just a vaccine. Right. Yeah. And then When I went to the trucker's convoy in Ottawa, Ontario, at the beginning of January, I found out that this was an experimental gene therapy Mm -hmm. that I was experimented on. And I found what was inside of the injections and Mm -hmm. what it's doing to my body. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to commit suicide. Mm -hmm. I wanted to give up. And I had all of February where I was severely depressed. And then I heard a voice in my head that I believe it was my higher power. And it said that I needed to stay positive and I needed to detox. And then from March until today, I have done nothing but research, 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 and then detox. And with my detox, like cause I've taken other protocols from mm-hmm. the vaccine injured and other people, sure. but I've put it all together into my own now. and. Now I have other people coming to me who are vaccine injured and asking for help. Or I have family members of vaccine injured who are coming to me for help. And it it makes me feel good because like I said, that was me last year. I was like wondering why. And still I still grieve today. I'm still traumatized from the fact of knowing what I put into my body and knowing all this stuff that is going on in the outside world. But I try and take it and make it a good scenario, like helping other people, giving back to the world. And I'm protesting all the time, trying to spread awareness and sending out flyers and holding signs on the side of the road, just trying to make people aware of what's going on Mm -hmm. and what's going to come from the government in the future. If we don't all rise up together as like, you know, humanity should right now. So I'm trying to find a purpose as to why I got vaccinated, why I got injured because like my partner, my mom, my sister, they got vaccinated and they never had any issues. Yeah. But I did. And now I'm trying to find a purpose as to why, like, I believe everything happens for a reason. And I now know why that
0: happened to me? well i think also um you know you, you are help you're going to help a lot of people with your research people are going to look to you you're very well spoken um i can see kind of your mission already uh you're a freedom fighter um and you know just thank you so much for coming on josephine and sharing your story it's really courageous um you're you know uh, I know people that have been vaccinated. I have, I've known some that have been injured. Um, and it's an unfortunate situation, but the way that you're handling it is so beautiful and courageous and uplifting. And it's a great example to your kids of, yeah. you know, if, if something happens, it's it's what you do with it. It's 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 what builds character. Is how you react to something. It's it's are you going to be courageous? Are you going to cower? Um, the government lies to us all over the place. Okay. What are we the people going to do about that? Uh, Doctors are, you know, they're happy making a lot of money. They don't want to be truth tellers about big pharma because that's what's paying. you know, they're, they're in bed with them and they don't want to be bothered. They just want to golf and and live in their nice houses. And I don't want to do the research because I'm, you know, I'm a doctor, I'm, you know, 58 years old and I'm, I got the gravy train going. I don't want to I don't want yeah. to blow. I don't want to blow the whistle and have my, you know, start getting in the crosshairs of everybody. Right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they they and I know some good doctors, you know, they're, they're just they're they're they've got a cozy existence and they don't they're not truth tellers. And if they were vaccine injured, you might see more of them, you know, uh, uh, speaking out. and And that's why, you know, I love hearing people. I, I hate hearing that people have been injured. I love it when they have your perspective where you're like, okay, now what? What do I do? I'm not gonna let this thing just kick me, or I'm not gonna let this define me unless it's defining it on my own terms. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, the yeah. only
1: reason the only reason why I'm doing all of this, like you know, going hardcore at learning how to detox and heal myself yeah. and advocate and then protest is because when the truth is exposed. Mm-hmm. about the government and their plans on why covid and the injections came out mm-hmm. my kids will realize that their mom never gave up and their yep. mom never backed down and their mom kept fighting until the end like let's say i don't end up healing myself right mm-hmm. and this causes a permanent nerve damage or other issues within my future and something happens along the way and I, you know, my life is over, then my kids will realize that I fought until the bitter end. Like I've been on other podcasts. I'm in like two documentaries. Mm -hmm. I constantly share my story on my social media. I don't give up whatsoever at all because the government experimented on me. The government lied to me. They put fear into me. And I'm not the type of person to back down when something happens to me. If I find a problem, then I always try and figure out a solution. And that's just who I am. And I've always been that way. And I guess that's what makes me so resilient to things that happened in my life in the last 33 years. But it will teach my kids a very, very valuable lesson when they're older.
0: Absolutely. Well, Josephine, thanks so much for coming on Basecamp for Men and sharing your courageous story and sharing your insight and your wisdom. Uh, we'll share uh, uh, in the outro when I record that, we'll share where people can find you and your groups and what you got going sure. on. But but thanks again for coming I really appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Josephine. We have some more of these sprinkled out throughout the next couple of months, as I feel like these are really important conversations. It was not easy to resist all the pressure that was put on everyday good human beings. Can you hear that in this episode? And we keep those that have been injured by the COVID-19 mRNA shots in our prayers, and we carry a strong intention that the healing they seek finds them and finds them soon. Thank you, Base Campers, and we'll see you around the fire next week we If you find value in our show and wish to show us some love, we are now making that very easy to do. You simply go to www.basecampformen.com and click on Donate Support Basecamp. You'll find an easy way to make either monthly donations for as little as $5 a month, or you can donate just once. We love the monthly donation and hope to build this up over the coming months, but any show of support is greatly appreciated, honestly. Thank you for your support and for helping to keep Basecamp as a resource on your hero's journey. That's our show for today. Thank you for listening. Men, good luck in all your endeavors, and good luck on your hero's journey. This is Tony Rezac, and you're listening to Basecamp for Men.